Alright, welcome to Cream Crew. I'm Don from Flashkits, the annoying British one's Tom from Flashkits, and we got Hunter, also known as Meat Canyon. Kind of wish What's... I had, a, I kind of wish I had an insulting intro. Makes mm. me feel very plain, not having a fun insulting intro, it's just Ann Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you did say you're Don, I thought you, I guess if you would have made fun of yourself, I definitely would have felt left out, so it becomes more of an attack mm. on Tom, so... Actually, I'm okay sure. with it. I, you, you know, I know, I know you've been working hard on your SpongeBob thing too. Not trying to kick you while you're down. So I appreciate that. I'm like a wounded deer right now. You have to be. You have to be kind to me this episode. <laughs> That's right. This is, it's what if I'm a wounded deer, Don? You just episode. you just kick me in my you, wounded ribs. You, you might always be a wounded deer, but you refuse to show it because you think it makes you gay. No, it's because I'm polite. Uh huh. <laughs> is that? <laughs> don't, a, is that? Don't a burden is that... you with my shit. Is that a, uh, well, I guess. That sounds like a very, like, 1950s, like, father thing to say. Like, what was wrong with 1950s fathers? You're, like, repressing your, like, homosexual tendencies, and you're just, like, that's gay, like, against God. Like, I'm not gonna, like, be who I want to be. Or you could even just be a regular man. Be like, hey, actually, like, I feel sad. Something happened to me, but I refuse to let know, and I'm gonna take it out viciously on my son. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's why I don't take it out viciously on you and Don. I'm just like secretly poor, I'm this bubbling ball of sadness and that's why I'm <clears throat> always putting everything else down. You're this poor. movie is shit. I hate it. It's the worst thing I ever saw. You might be. I'm fine though. I'm fine. I'm fine. I've, I've never been more happy in my life. Yeah. I mean several several people have postulated that Tom is actually depressed. And very depressed. He just doesn't know it, or he's like intuited himself out of it, or like logics yourself out of it. No, or I'm just, just polite. I'm just down today. I don't think you can say it's polite. You're, it, it, no one. I don't. I don't know if if anybody complained about what that at all, they would be a fucking prick. Like, hey, dude, I know you're like sad, but could you just like reel it back a little bit? There's no. a there's a balance, isn't there? Like, if someone is just constantly coming to you, like. Always saying, be, being like an Eeyore or a Don, you know, isn't that, isn't that at some point it's like, okay, I understand, but I, you know, I've got my own shit too. I am aware of the energy vampire characteristic of, you know, moping. It doesn't mm. stop me, but maybe that's where the polite impulse comes from. Yeah, I right, think it's, I know. think it's polite when you're just like, you know, I don't want to bring the rest of the room down, but I think like yeah. every once in a while, just wanting to talk to somebody is a pretty normal pretty normal thing i i mean i obviously i don't disagree i uh, i'm happy to i'm happy to be an, an ear mm. or to be leaned on because i'm polite but not leaning on anyone else yeah because yeah, i'm polite yeah yeah, because... yeah no 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 matter what these situations you are a very polite person is is man. that really is that the british thing or is it just you though what it's probably both well i think of that pink floyd song uh Silent desperation is the English way, you know. Right. I don't. I don't. Find, I don't. I don't really have an answer, honestly. I feel like um, often I'm a spokesperson for an entire country, and maybe mm. not even an entire country, a whole fucking continent. But really, mm. I'm just like a retard from one area, <laughs> one small, tiny area, a population of 150 in well, the UK, and maybe I shouldn't I be the spokesperson for yeah, a whole you continent. Don't, you don't seem like a fair representation, but I constantly lean to you to be the representation regardless. Yeah. Sometimes I um, need it to be bad, so I ask him what's going on to make myself feel better in the situation I'm, lean, uh, I'm, I'm le- living in, you know? <laughs> like, I'm like, Tom, what was this? Like, oh, it's shit. It's total. I'm like, yeah, I probably would suck over there, huh? <laughs> or Oh, England's not so bad. It's got its ups and its downs. I want to. I, I I've always wanted to visit. Uh, I think that would be a good like 
dipping your toes in the water of leaving, you know, your country or something like that is going to. Oh, it's English. definitely yeah. You speak the language. Yeah, you know, the culture an... is similar enough. Right. Except there's like way just older shit, cooler, just some cool culture type shit, and all sorts of stuff. Be pretty neat. Be pretty neat one day. Americans have a very, uh, very warped view of what England is. You guys all think it's like tweed jackets and fucking Harry Potter. No, no, no. But, I, ex- uh, I expect it yeah. to be a very modern. <laughs> I, I expect it to be a very modern civilization, <laughs> and not like some kind of like Hogwarts fucking thing or something like that. I think it's just more the fact of like. I think we've even talked about this before. Of like, I have a fascination of just going up to something that's very old and just being like. This is old. <laughs> Being like, this has been around for a long <laughs> time. Well, you can definitely do that. There's plenty of old shit. <laughs> yeah. There's something fascinating about that. It's like, especially if like, you know, especially for Americans, you read about world history stuff and it's like, seems like, not that it's fake, but you look at it as if it is like, a, like almost like a fantasy sometimes in terms of like, you know, Napoleon or like any kind of like kings and queens, all sorts of shit like that. So... To like maybe see some of those things in real life would be pretty pretty cool. Well, you don't take advantage of it like as a as often as someone who's like growing up in it because it's just like normal to you. So you don't right, go to right. all these places as much as you should. Which I think I think is like when I go back to the UK, I think I'll go look at more shit. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like mm-hmm. just for example, I lived in a fucking pub that became a pub in like the 1300s. So yeah, just like that's, the that's level of sick. age is just all around you at all times, you know. That's so cool. That's oh amazing. my god, that's awesome! People... All of the doors are too low, so you hit your fucking head. I think people died there. <laughs> of course, you, like sword fights and stuff. You know, I don't pub? know about sword fights. Come maybe, <laughs> yeah, man, there was sword fights Every, and someone what? fucking cast a magic spell. Someone got yeah, someone got incinerated. <laughs> yeah. The Inquisition executed a few people. It was yeah. pretty awesome, man. I've well, always wanted to go to the down, East Coast, the like uh, the like Salem area for like oh, witch what? trial stuff. I just feel like I want to, I want to, I want to be around that area of the of the terrible witch trial areas. Well, like Salem, Salem is that, is shit, that Massachusetts? Is that Salem, Massachusetts? New England, or is it New? Mm. Okay, New England. It's, yeah, it's well, Massachusetts, Massachusetts is New England. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, God, this is your country, Hunter. Am I going to be the spokesperson hey, for America yeah, too? It's big. It's big. <laughs> it's big. There's a lot it, to keep it, track of. Once, if you, I think everybody would agree. Every American would agree that once, unless you live in the East Coast up there, it's just like it's like it's one of those tiny places up in the East Coast. It's just kind of tucked in the corner. It's like it, after that, it becomes like more of like cities versus states, because like an entire city defines your state, at like kind of up in the corner of the East Coast. You know, I'd versus like them, out west, shit is so York. big. That there's more stuff. <clears throat> we drove... I think we could have gone to Salem when we drove home from Texas back to Maryland. It was like a detour we considered, um, but we didn't get to. But one thing we did get to see, which was sort of one of the craziest things in the whole drive, is we went and saw the um, spot where Bonnie and Clyde were gunned down. Yeah. And it's like... It's. I mean, it sounds just kind of like whatever, you know? It's like a spot by the side of the road. There's like a marker, but... We ended up getting there at like 11.30 p.m. And it was mm. like a weird, like overcast night. So there was no moonlight or anything. It was just pitch black. And you drive way back in the middle of nowhere, like in these woods with these really weird, like tall uh, pine trees, right? And there's just fucking nothing on this windy road, just like woods for a long time. And then it it, it sort of came out of the darkness of the, uh, like the headlights and stuff. The spot appeared 
and I pulled up to it and I just pointed the headlights at it and everything was just blackness except for the headlights on the marker. And we got out and there was like silence as well. There was no deer or bugs or anything. It was one of the strangest places I think I've ever been. I think sometimes I was going to say too, it's like when you know something incredibly fucked up has happened in an area, I feel like Mm. you're like, as you approach it or as you are in it, you instinct, like that whole deal of being like, oh, this is just a empty road or whatever. It like, it has so much more, I don't know, lore behind it. So you're just like, Oh yeah, I was like gonna I, say like not much of that sounded like extraordinary. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying like oh, you know, that like I'm not. I'm not <laughs> someone. That, I'm not someone that fell believes. Quiet, and the moon disappeared. I'm not someone that believes that. I thought that there was, was a magic spot. It was just. I think the stars aligned to make it was just it an, an unsettling uh, moment experience. in being there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's kind of a uh, I. It's it's a shame though that it was like Bonnie and Clyde getting shot and not something like the Salem witch trials. Something cool. Yeah. Well, because the That'd Salem be witch trials up. that's all more like eerie. Right. Whereas like Bonnie and Clyde, they were just some like fucking low life gangsters who got gunned down. Right. I tell you well, something. They killed, they killed a bunch of people, didn't they? Yeah. 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 This is yeah, one but thing. it wasn't like a fucked up killing of people. It was right, like a right. like a you know again right. like bang bang pew, pew, explosion. It wasn't like and then they soared through the gristle of the meat. You know. <laughs> Just a no, life. I mean, it was still just a bunch of fucking low lives that were stealing and doing a bunch of shit like that. I tell you, that's was the, another thing that in my hometown I fucking hate because it's the hometown of Jesse James, which was like the infamous outlaw. And we like everything we it's like Jesse James Festival, all, all the shit we like. <laughs> just cause, just because this man killed guy. people. And I'm like, he's a fucking rob, like robbing murderer. Like, fuck this guy. Like, why do we like, why do you celebrate this fucking piece of shit? And I remember one time my my uh, grandpa, who was very adamant about the philosophy that I just said, he was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesse James is so cool. And he's like, he's a piece of shit. Al Capone's a piece of shit. He's like, don't idolize these goddamn criminals. And I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's sexy to romanticize it because it's like, ah, you know, we're on the fringes of it. But if you look, I'm sure if you actually looked at Bonnie and Clyde, one, They'd probably be bumbling fucking goons, and they'd just be like, uh, "We should go. We should rob a bank, Bounty, or some shit." And then they just got <laughs> and fuck them, like just fuck all those people, especially Jesse James, like this five foot four manlet who like rode, <laughs> who just like basically owned a gun around anyone else who didn't own it because it was a poor shit area. And he's like, I'm gonna rob <laughs> he's this like, I'm because king literally now. nothing can do anybody. <laughs> Nobody can do anything about it. I'm taking your life. Yeah. And then people are just like, whoa, he's a rebel. And I'm like, you are retarded. You were idolizing a man <laughs> who is stealing from you. I'm like, also, he's stealing from a bank. He's stealing from everyone in this fucking town. Like, you're an idiot. We were like, you, you go, Jesse James. All right. Well, I guess I'll go mm-hmm. get some money out of the bank. Uh, hi, there's none there. Because it's the 18, <laughs> there's the 1800s and there's one wooden drawer with like fifty dollars in it. So have fun. Like that's it. What did Jesse James like? What was he even? What did he do? Like what's his big claim to he fame? He literally he literally just robbed banks. He was like an outlaw. Did he at least like do it in a cool way, like robbing a train? There's romanticized ways of like in Liberty, Missouri. There's a bank, or yeah, Liberty, which is the town over. There's a bank that's still it's like a historic land, like a historic marker. And it was one of the banks that he robbed, and it was just like he would just go town to town robbing shit until finally one town's just like, no, like fuck this guy. <laughs> they gunned, <laughs> no, they Jesse, no. But of course, but of course, they sit there and they're just like, you know, they like, like, and then he approached the deal, and this time people didn't know about him, 
And I'm like, you're, yeah, it was like, just like all these stories of trying to make like this like borderline retarded guy from the 1800s <laughs> sound like in like an, an anti-hero type deal when it's like he's well, just you can kind of understand it if like there's a level of sophistication to the uh to the robbery and stuff like you can ap- appreciate the art if not the artist and i would put that as if he was like fucking chasing down a train on a horse and he like jumps on the train mm. like then you could be like all right fair play this guy's fucking cool or like a like a you know a bank like there's these bank robbers in the uk who are all these fucking old boys and they basically like did an old-fashioned like bank robbery where they like drilled through the wall and like yeah, took yeah, the yeah. diamonds. Like it was all very like Ocean's Eleven and shit. What do you, what do you mean, old boys? Like old guys? Yeah, like old Didn't boys. They make a movie about that? Uh, they made a ton yeah. of movies about about that kind of shit right. of like people. But like these guys were real. Well, specifically the no, old no. Guys but what I mean UK. is that like because it is real, people have like taken that form, like the that format, and like uh-huh, done, yeah, it, yeah. done it with like other stars and shit. Yeah. Well, my point is, is like yeah, they're still like robbing cunts. But you can appreciate the craft. You can I appreciate mean, the. You, yeah. I think you can appreciate the craft whenever it's like they're drilling through walls and it's like very secret and they just do it and be like, you know, you guys don't even know that you got robbed. That yeah. can be cool. And but then some fucking I, but, broad like reveals but, it to everyone because the can't keep the goddamn mouth shut, which is what happened. <laughs> but when, but whenever you have uh, you know a five foot four manlet with like a foot that's two sizes bigger than the other foot and he like walks in <laughs> firing guns at people. And he's just like, give me the fucking money! <laughs> give me the money! I don't think anyone could be like, my god, the craft. <laughs> the craft! <laughs> the true art. artisan of his time. He's just like he shooting a woman's dead body like seven times. He's like, <laughs> 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 It was all about like, the look, though. Well, he beggars can't be cheesers. He I didn't mean. have a signature hat. Or no, he just looked like every other fucking suit. poor idiot in, the <laughs> in Missouri at that time, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he had a pair. They, he had a pair of blue jeans that he never washed. So that, like everybody, I imagine everybody's blue jeans back in the day were just so crispy, just crispy <laughs> jeans. And they put it on, and it was like they're like their leg holes aren't circular; they're squares because they've just like formed <laughs> angles and they're just stuck. And he's like, "Well, I'm gonna put put on my, you know, fourteen lo- fourteen inch long jeans because we're all short and fucking stupid." And be like, eh, boop, "Put that on." He had fucking like probably like seventh generation cowboy boots because they're just like we can't afford new shoes jesse i'm gonna have to. he's like that's why i rock because i wanted to buy my whole family new cowboy boots we had to go out and steal <laughs> so i could go back and give my mom some bread yeah he's well rise, yeah okay but now you're rising, now you're making him sound like you know some robin hood-esque character it's exactly rising no well that's Yankee see what that's what they're trying to want you to say and it's like still <laughs> even if it was you'd be like okay hi calm down how about you just go get a job how about you just, how about you work the farm that your dad owns? He's like, it's not much, but it's an honest living. He's like, no, dad, I want to have money now. It's like, you're a prick. <laughs> Fuck you. Is that what it was? Did he have, like, his dad had a farm and shit? I yeah, mean, at well, this point, I, you must be a fucking tour guide. I feel like everybody had a farm. I, I feel like, it, yeah, there okay, was. I'm not sure there's a lot of factual. But <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, I'm not sure, but I feel like back then, no, everyone oh, must I, have owned some I, land. I, I, will, I will 100% say I am not an expert. I just remember stuff from, like, field trips as a kid. And various other things, like in uh, in the town, still there's still his home. There's still his like childhood house um, in Carney, um, and they have <laughs> they still have the hole of where. So how he died, I'm pretty sure was he got gunned down in the sh- and he got gunned down. But the night before, he like was home, and then like a, the, a local militia came up with like cannons and just blew the fuck out of his like family's home. <laughs> 
<laughs> and there's like a there's a giant Dude, that's so there fucking and, badass. And they have a uh, a, like one of the cannonballs that shot through. But I guess that uh, his mom and like his siblings and stuff were there, and they're just like, "Oh my word, Jesse! I think they're here for you." While the house is being just like blown apart, it's like, yeah, they're probably there for your fucking like <laughs> menacing, terrible son. Just like push him out. It's the 1800s too, so you all have like seven children. You'll be fine if you miss one type deal. That's so funny. Well, no, well he's got two revolvers. We we gotta even the odds, and they fucking bring up artillery. I love it. Yeah, I just like how it's that, that's there's that's like the the gap in control of like we have one local man who's probably drunk and he has like five bullets in his pistol. <laughs> so that that, that, that is that is the that is the literal like I am the keeper keeper of justice and order in this town. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it's just like after that it's like well we can't do anything. I guess we'll just call in the army. And then the army sends in a fucking brigade of people. They're like yeah this guy's cooped up in his house and he's shooting pigs and fucking whores. I don't know what's going on back there. And they're like, all right. And they just like blow up his house. And they're like, well, we, we got, got experience him. Dealing they just, with like, this they kind just of go thing. like, they like, turn back and leave. Right, there we go. I guess that's it. Yeah, no, fair play. That is retarded. He was handsome, though. You, you are, you, are you looking up pictures? Yeah, it's just, a, you know, it was just a handsome He was a young guy. guy. Shoot people and steal shit. So That's really he, what it comes down to, isn't it? Beautiful people can just get away with anything. <laughs> Absolutely. As long as you're, as long as you're attractive, anything you do is is yeah. in a good light. And you yeah, now that they make you, you, you get to be played him. by Zac Efron in a movie. Zero evidence of yeah. him being a I, Robin Hood, but he's always I, I a Robin love, Hood uh, in the movie. I, I love how they their people. Also, all these things people say the shit of like you know JFK was the most handsome president, and it's like yeah, for a 1960s man, he probably looked yeah, he really, good. <laughs> he it's also like fucking Humphrey Bogart was considered like a hot man back in the day and he looked like he was 67 for like 12 years and it's just like people are like he was a handsome man I'm like no he wasn't and he had a terrible voice good actor but terrible <laughs> His voice but now it's like shit. i like how people whenever they do the new movies they get like way too attractive people to play the like attractive like you said zach efron and it made me think of that ted bundy movie it was well, that's what i was talking ted about yeah, people were talking about ted bundy and how he's like uh, this handsome guy and i'm like he like monstrous unibrow had like this Joker esque <laughs> face. People were like, "Oh, he was so handsome." He did. Look now you ha stretched. now you have like now you have like Hercules Zac Efron playing fucking Ted Bundy, and he's like, "I'm a social fucking parasite. I'm gonna go rape chicks and murder the you know murder them." It's like it's not believable. It's not believable when someone that attractive like Zac Efron plays somebody that's that vindictive because it's like, what real hardship has that have they had to where they could be skewed? Well, you got to get you got to get the moist clams in the seats, my friend. That is true. You want to you want to target that, uh, that 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 female audience to go watch the Ted Bundy movie. Yeah, I mean, it. I mean, but they they all fucking love serial killers anyway, which I'll never understand this obsession that women have with serial killers. It's yeah, so women, fucking weird. It, it seems like there's a lot of odd weird, you know, obsessions that women have, rape fantasies, all sorts of stuff. I think that's kind of ties in there the danger of it happening to you. Type deal. <laughs> You know? And this is why Jesse James is still popular all these years later. Yeah, this is why every three... just hog tie me and... This is why every three-toothed woman in Kearney, Missouri is like, what I wouldn't give to have a night with Jesse James. <laughs> <laughs> How dare both of you to slander women as a gender like this, as people that... It's not slander, it's just a general mm -hmm. assessment. Yeah, general assessment. I hey, so. hey, the numbers speak for themselves, man. Mm. Rape fantasies, top fantasy. Also, oh, women. you know, 
I'm saying that it's odd. Which is which is ironic for you to raise red flags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just calling it as with, I see with your, it. I'm just calling it as I see it. I'm I am ironic. I'm ironic about things, but you guys, uh, it sounds serious to me. That women sometimes have rape fantasies, and they, 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 and they always have women rape women and Carney Mysteria that obsess over Jesse James. I will stand by that statement, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many fucking letters from chicks do serial killers in jail get? Mm. They get fan mail. <laughs> fucking fan mail. Did you watch the movie with uh, Zach Efron? Why would I do I, that? I'm I, clearly not the target well, audience. Well, Tom, Tom, Tom. I did because James Hetfield was in it. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I Wait, borrow who, your who's, VHS copy, please? Who's he in J- it? James Hetfield that. was like the sheriff that pulls over. Oh, he just got a bit Monday. part. He wasn't even like. No, he I has. Didn't he, spot it, him. I'm such a like casual. A, I just you didn't spot the, James Hetfield. Yeah, it was just, he's just, got a very recognizable face. His just, nose is like a tumor. Distracted by Zach Efron's dreamy eyes. Well, <laughs> understandable. You're like, dear Zach Efron, I didn't even notice James Hetfield in your movie because you were so sexy. <laughs> Love Don. P.S. Silly games. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, he played the sheriff. It isn't like a major role, but it's like not just like one scene. Oh, like, it, you it, could, you could totally miss him. He doesn't even look like James Hetfield. Well, yeah, they're Don, not Don, like, you famously have face blindness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but still. I think it was very recognizable. I think it looks even, like, it looks you, like, even you could miss him. It looks it like just old looks man like James some Hetfield. old guy with his hair combed, you know? I would never miss him in a million fucking no. years. Right. James he has a, is like burned into my brain because I love him. He has him. a very distinctive face. I've always thought he's ha- he has like a turnip nose. One thing that's always, he has those acne scars from when he was a kid. Yeah, that like just it, looks cool for him because he's like some, I'm a, I'm a metal biker guy. Like it works, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like the Lemmy and the warts a little bit. Yeah, well, I always saw those and I was like, come on, man, just laser them off. Oh, Who are you no, kidding, that's, Lemmy? That's, that's such a character. I love it. Oh, they're fucking part of me. Like, all right, man. (laughs) But but you're not the one that has to see them. (laughs) He's like, well, I have to feel them. They're on my face. (laughs) They're on my fucking face. (laughs) They're on my fucking face. Come on. Poor. Did you ever see that? uh, Did you ever see that documentary Anvil? The story of Anvil. No. I think you guys might get a kick out of that. It's pretty interesting. Isn't it like a band that kind of like almost but never made it? Yeah. It's like the and, flash gates of metal. <laughs> okay, if you guys, how, if you guys think you haven't made it, first off, and there's gonna be so many people that are just like, "Oh, fucking pompous, two point four million assholes, fuck, fuck those guys." We never quite got there, did we, Don? I guess that's right. We're no, we're no Meat Canyon. <laughs> Bring it back to our favorite. <laughs> yeah, not we're not Meat Canyon still. Yeah, fuck off. Uh, but it's a really entertaining uh, documentary, and they have. I mean, they're. I don't think the band's anything to write home about obviously i mean like it's you know people are always like they just they just didn't get their chance it's like well probably because it just there wasn't any demand for <laughs> their music or something um they had like had some success but it's just it's it's really entertaining to see people that are still going and like one guy works at, he like works in a kitchen at, like this like retirement home or something like that and he's like the singer, and they do all the shit on the little weekends. And it's kind of like them trying to book tours and go play Any shows. day it's now like, will be a household name. Just got to keep pushing at it, boys. So sad. Yeah. It, it, it is pretty sad at first, but it's a very good, it's a very good movie. And it was really popular. I think it sparked interest in their band after it was said and done. I always yeah. admired, um, who was that band? The ones that, like, was it Scorpions or something? Where they're like, ah! Wanna be somebody, be somebody soon. That, those guys. I don't think that was. Who was that? 
wasps or something. I don't wasps? know. A lot of a lot of those. Uh, there was a lot of like kind of the hair metal stuff. I only know specific bands. I mean, I know a lot of the songs, but like uh, some of them, so many yeah, of them are wasp. like one hit people. Not that Scorpions a one hit wonder thing. No, it but, was wasp. Uh, it was wasp. But my my point was is like they uh they weren't somebody. As they, it t- the <laughs> they didn't really actually end up being somebody, <laughs> but you got to admire they had the courage to it's want to be song. somebody. Yeah, and that's that's laudable in its own right. I feel. <laughs> yeah, I um that whole era is uh just a good good fun mess of terrible songs, like just like terrible lyrics and just upbeat guys doing blow and getting head from girls, and it was like. You know, and immediately as soon as the '90s came in, and a new generation was just like, "I'm actually sad, and I don't like my parents, and I don't want to talk about partying." That yeah, was they, like, they weren't what, polite. That's, that's, and hair metal what, died. That's one of my favorite uh, Vince Neil things. Is he's like, he's like, you know, Molly Crew was on top of the world, and he's like, all of a sudden the '90s come in, and kids want to talk about being fucking sad instead of do, like doing <laughs> blow and fucking chicks. He's like, what the fuck is that all about? I'm like, well, you know, Vince, it's probably like a. Probably a different experience when you're not a fucking multi-millionaire. He's like, what do you mean you don't want to listen to me? Be like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) The weird thing about Motley Crue is their early stuff, vocally, with him, was just dog shit. It's crazy. He, his his off. vocals have been Enough dog drugs, shit the man. entire you don't need time. To worry about it. I mm-hmm. I hate his vocals so much. I mean, I I you know I've always liked Kickstart My Heart. I like Hot Tub Time Machine, like the classics when they roll those out. But uh, I like uh, you know Kickstart My Heart's a great song. I don't think that his voice really. Well, yeah, I mean they hide it by like gang vocals and you know. The only only time that you like the vocals and the only time you like the vocals in that song is whenever everyone else is singing. They're like, oh, yeah, 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 the gang vocals. They're like, okay, thank God. He's like, he's like, my love kicks out my heart. You're like, god damn, it's just draining. It's like Brian. Like, there's something weird about you love AC. I I love AC. I like Brian Johnson and Bon Scott. Their vocals, which is mm. you could be, you could say, is very comparable. Like I, if I did an impression of Vince Neil and Bon Scott, they're going to be the exact same because I can't really <laughs> get into. No, those but he, he knew how to wield it. He knew how to swing it. You know. Well, also they're just their voices are, which is just Vince is just. It, also, any live performance, I know it's become kind of a meme over the past couple of years, but any live performance Vince Neil does, he doesn't actually say any words when he sings. He just kind of, he just kind of like like the especially as of late because he's a big ball of fat and shit, but. Even if you look at like the 80s, you know, live performances of them, he's like, there's no actual word being said. It's just him kind of just screeching into a microphone. Did you ever watch yeah. The Dirt when that came out? Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. It was, I fucking hated that. <laughs> it's just so funny watching uh, Nikki Six trying to spin their whole thing into like him trying to find his father you know yeah it, like, not, it, not maybe that. you just wanted to fuck a whole bunch of girls and do blow and which then... you can you can say that and it's fine <laughs> you can be like yeah it was awesome it was the 80s my dick was wet all the time i like doing blow i like fucking and after a while heroin was my deal i died we made a bunch of money boom but, that's but my what's life. so f- so funny about the movie is they try to do both like it's kind of like celebrating it but also like actually it's it's the most i didn't self, need any of that it's the most self masturbatory thing i've seen in like a long time of like we're motley. Even the voice. As soon as I heard the voiceover in the movie, I was like, "This is going to be bad." <laughs> like the first thing he was like, "He's like, we lived off the Sunset Strip, and we had all the best parties." 
And it's like Machine Gun Kelly as Tommy Lee, like eating out a girl. I was going to say, did, like, the, <laughs> did the bug-eyed guy from Game of Thrones like really sell you on the movie? <laughs> yeah, as yeah, a yeah Ramsey shows the guitar. They're like, Ramsey, as. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Machine Gun Kelly, as. It's like, all right, well. Honestly, the, honestly the, the Game of Thrones guy was probably the only thing. I thought he played a good Mick Mars. Well, he's probably what a is, good actor, his, but he's the wrong yeah, cast. His character he's the actual actor. was the only sort of emotionally resonant part of the movie with like his uh, I don't know maybe maybe it just hit close I think to they home with have, me with the spine stuff but uh, they could have turned that movie into a really good comedy and not like a remember the titans-esque documentary <laughs> type deal about like these like these like spoiled kids from the valley who got everything they ever wanted but his <laughs> <And> dad <laughs> His and then Vince Neil, they, they they make it they they swipe so much shit under the rug for Vince Neil. They're just like, yeah, he killed a guy drone driving. His daughter died. His daughter did die, guys. <laughs> and it's like, like yeah, but you kind of glossed over that part where he killed that guy. Remember that? He's just like, and then he kind of just got off because he was in Motley Crue. <laughs> He's like, oh, but his daughter's dead. His daughter's dead. Don't you feel didn't sad they, for him? Didn't they push? Somebody fell out of a window when they had a party Pilot or something. Defense. It died. I think they, so. Yeah, they literally, they literally got away with murder. There was something yeah. insane like that. But, yeah, yeah, a lot no, of, of especially in, in like car accidents and stuff. A lot of celebrities get away. I know Matthew Broderick, mm. Ferris Bueller, he killed somebody. Really? So, yeah, he that. seems too wholesome to kill someone. Well, he he did. He's well, very, he did it. <laughs> he, he, he did. <laughs> but yeah, no, that movie was just goddamn. I just I hated it so much. Especially like every character is so unlikable. The like Nikki Six. So unlikable, which he is in real life, but you should have pushed that to the point where it could have been a comedy. Like if they're sitting there and they're just like, you know, if it, if you're gonna do the cheesy voiceover thing, at least like if it's self-aware, it becomes kind of funny. It's just like we had all the best parties, and it just shows like you know a girl getting fucked and like a guy on the ground outside. He's like, you know, my girlfriend or something like, no! <laughs> something like that would be funny. But instead, it's just like, look how badass we are. This happened. 40 plus years ago. It's awesome. And that whole scene with Ozzy was like, the stories are cool, but like, it's so, it was done. Wait, so Ozzy was in it. <clears throat> no, there was somebody playing young Ozzy when he was like, or, I mean, no, like, I know Ozzy deal. wasn't in it, but yeah, like, they yeah. portrayed yeah, yeah. Ozzy. It, it's, yeah. it's the whole. He was, uh, they were at like a pool and he like pisses on the ground and then like, it's just like a one second. No, it was a no. long scene. No, it it's, like it's a long, minutes. long scene where they, even Ozzy is like drunk. And he's like naked. They're just like, yeah, yeah, like fuck this yeah. Is and it's like, no way. Is, there's nothing cool about it. like you're when you're watching it. You're just like, this is not good. Like this is like, like why is he doing this? Like nothing about it. Like oh, he's a pu- he. I think he, he peed on the ground and then he like licked it up. He peed on the ground, licked it up. He snorted. He, fi- he snorted fire ants and then he snor- uh, and then he right. like. He like flashed people. He had like a muumu on. And he like flashed people who was naked, and he like bent over and had like a dollar bill between his ass or something like that. And it, and like, but the deal is that <laughs> he kept Edge Lords really didn't have a whole lot to live up to back then, <laughs> it, did they? It, it, it kept uh, it kept it kept cutting back to the guys from Motley Crue though sitting at the pool, and they're just like, <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> that's all that dude. Yeah, and they would like clap hands and shit. Oh yes, and I'm like. It, I'm like putting myself in that shoes. I'd be like, man, Ozzy's really off the fucking deep end, huh, guys? Like, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be like, dude, Tom, yes. Did you it's see? just so like fucking just, lame. Like, I want, what, what if I put a lame. fucking dollar so bill lame. between my ass? It's like, yeah, it was, cool, man. Ha! 
It was so lame. And then they tried to spew it. After he does all this, then he like climbs up on this like this uh, lifeguard stand. And he's just like, listen, the drugs and rock and roll are only cool for a little bit, but you just got to watch yourself. I'm like, why would like, why am, are you trying to have Ozzy be this like voice of reason? <laughs> like right now, I'm like, he, this is like by far probably the lowest point in his life. Like in mm-hmm. if you know anything about Ozzy, like early to mid 80s is just a detrimental time of like him just doing copious amounts of drugs and like coke bloat out the ass tons of shit maybe that's how it happened actually happened dude maybe he gave that speech maybe that's historical it is a biopic why why do you why do you think um chick stopped like fucking band members because during that hair metal thing that was like the thing you go out you play music to get laid and then, mm. like, as you say, like, the 90s came, and I feel like groupies became, like, a thing of the past. But why? No, I think I think that because it was ten, it was a decade of being, like, I don't want to be, or being, like, groupies, groupies. So then you have a new generation. It's like, I don't want to be a groupie, but yet they still are, like, I don't want to be a groupie, and I'm not a groupie. But just so you know, I sucked Kurt Cobain's dick back there, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that. And it's like, well, you're doing the kind same thing. Kind of a groupie. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... But I think groupies were way more. I think that was like just a subset of like a culture of people that would like, you know, I'm going there to fuck this guy versus like, you know, girls like, oh, I went to a coffee shop afterwards and what Eddie Vedder was there. And I was like, you, you want to fuck like rail me in the bathroom? Or something? I don't know. It's like, I, I feel like it's like the exact same thing. So they're just like, I mean, I'm not a groupie, but it's like it was Eddie Vedder. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? I would like, I, I would like to imagine. I, I, I would love to imagine that when you when Eddie Vedder fucks a woman, especially the '90s, like when that first Pearl Jam album came out, he would like partially sing some of his songs when he was being like, <laughs> oh, hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, he's like just like yeah, I would love. Except that one part in Even Flow, I gotta hate Pearl Jam. So I, I hate Pearl Jam so fucking much. That Even Flow part, he's like that. The I think it's like the bridge of the verse or something when he's just like he's like. Evil, Rousey, my god, that fucking sick of the cold, cold hill. Oh, hill. You know that part? Oh, hill. Sam, baby, fucking like a dog in a cold hill. It's like, you have no idea what he's saying. And then it goes into the core. Even though. I would like to say that is his fucking rhythm. That's his fucking rhythm. He's basically doing hit. He's doing high intensity interval training. Yeah, it's like watching a hamster fuck or something like that. He's like all curched over and shit. She's like, you're hurting my elbows. He's like, even flow. He does a little guitar thing. Yeah, that was a, uh, man, what an interesting time. <laughs> an interesting time in music. I've been getting into uh, Alice in Chains a little bit. Not necessarily all of them. I'm not a huge Alice in Chains fan, but their album Dirt is really fucking good. I've been listening to that a lot lately. I don't. Really know anything about them. Yeah, I don't know. I know, like, Rooster and shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the classics and stuff. That that Dirt album, though, is really good. I would recommend if you're you're ever wanting to be like, oh, what are they about? That uh, dip into Dirt. It's a really good album. Hmm. The last time I say that sentence, I think I just said it, like, four times in a row. Mm -hmm. I think I'm doing a product (laughs) placement for an album that came out 30 years ago. (laughs) It's like, anyways, guys, I don't know. I mean, if I were you, I would, like, buy that album. Dirt? Yeah, it's really good. (laughs) <laughs> I've just been listening to like I all I do all the time is just black like metal jump from black metal to like country and back but I've been listening to like a lot of country I discovered uh, Towns Van Zandt recently mm. only like one song 
I, I don't know what it is, man, but all of the, like, I feel like country should just drop the whole, like, any positive vibe or angle. Mm. Like, oh, it's way, it's, it's way better when it's, like, 60s type stuff and it's, like, heartbreak or it's, like, just, like, really sad. This whole new era of, like, pop country thing of just, like, you know, we're together now on this truck. And you're just like, oh, God. And it's like, <laughs> like, the fucking the fiddle comes in. Yeah. It's way better when it's like Johnny Cash era type stuff or just like like 60s and 70s countries really good. To be fair, though, I did like pop country in like the 90s and early 2000s. I think it oh, might just you be know what? nostalgia that stuff. That reminds me. The, the results of Buckle are in. Mm-hmm. And apparently and it know. was ubiquitous in redneck states only. <laughs> no, there was other places. But I saw yeah, many man, other... Yeah, I'm from fucking Ohio. I love Buckle. There was a Buckle on every no, corner. I saw people... Fuck Tom and Don. I saw people in California. I saw people in <laughs> California. New York. I saw people all over the place. Yeah, man, Louisiana. That's right, Buckle. Love it. Also, what are you talking fair, about? What are those fucking shitty slicker cucks talking about? <laughs> Buckle was yeah. my home. The results are in, and uh, yeah, there's still a chain. That's all I wanted. That's Birmingham, all I wanted. Alabama, reporting in. <laughs> yes, Buckle, big time store. Birmingham, do you have your results? Do you have yeah. your results, Birmingham? Birmingham reported in. <laughs> <laughs> lived in a shop above buckle what 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 i what, what the biggest thing i gathered though is that it's literally just in shopping districts or like like abandoned malls or uh like outdoor shopping places that no one goes to anymore because it's not like 2008 i'm really uh it's interesting yeah. that the shopping mall was a very big culturally exported uh mm. pastime to like the UK of what American life was like. It was like, well, you wake up in the morning, you have a table full of food, you eat one piece of toast, and then you dash out the door because you're late for something. Then you spend at least eight to 12 hours a day at the mall, and then you go home and you pray to God. And that was like the average American's life. That was the perception of it in like the UK. But it's but okay. when I came over here, yeah. like malls, they're just fucking dead, man. There's no one there. It's yeah, not... It's yeah. Amazon, they, obviously. they were, yeah, they, no. they, you know, at a time they were popular, especially like the... Then I think it became more of like the outdoor shopping complexes where it was like... it was. It's basically a mall. It's just outside. Like, it, it's just more of like a general area of shops and it's stuff. It's called an outlet maybe, mall in the UK. Or an outlet mall or whatever, sure. But the... Uh, I think it, no matter what, it was always a place for like basically kids to just walk around and hang out who probably had like no money anyways, but they're just like chilling and walking around stores. Well, they make shit. you look awesome, but um, it's, it's not. I mean, it did used to be like, that. no, that's what I'm saying. Is it, is it, is it used yeah. to be? But what now did they it's just, do? They're, they're, nobody, yeah, nobody wants to fucking do no, that. No, 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 no. What did they do at the mall? Well, you just walked around and you walked around, just chilled went with to the food or... court. You got some Chick-fil-A, you know, sat by the fountain. You're not selling it very well. <laughs> You, you do, not, like, an early not, YouTube not, social not, experiment video where you, like, fall over and people look at you like you're an idiot and keep walking. Oh, that was great, guys. Did that you get sick, that? Sick, sick. Oh, awesome. Every, I, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming girls went there because they, you know, I don't know, they're hanging out as well. But I know partially some, like, me and my friends and stuff would go there because, you know, it's like, we're going to pick up chicks. But really, you're just, like, 16 and you have nothing else really better to do with your time, <laughs> to do with your time. And you can't legally do it, like, hardly anything. You know, it's not like we'd be like, let's go get a pack of smokes or something like that. It was always just kind of like, well, I guess we'll just drive around and might as well just drive to the mall because there's a GameStop in there or something that's like kinda, that. That's, um, that's maybe an interesting difference, like, because I remember we call them shopping centers in the UK. They're not really called malls, but like mm. people would go there. But what you'd do is you would 
go to like the parks nearby and just like drink and stuff. <laughs> Man, it's re- thinking about it, I don't think you could get away with a lot of that stuff like in the states. Like we'd have police policemen or policewomen come up to us and be like. You guys aren't doing anything. You're not supposed to be right. And we're there with our, obviously, we're intoxicated 14 year olds with like plastic bottles of vodka. And we're like, no, sir. And they're like, okay. <laughs> all right. Sounds like, uh, sounds like stories from my mom when she was like in the 80s and stuff when she was young. And like police officers, like you'd just be drinking and driving even, or you'd be doing <laughs> stuff. And then like a police officer would be like, all right, guys, pour it out. Come on. Come on. on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you don't, you know, you know what you did. All right, sounds good. And then they could walk off now, and like especially when I grew up uh, in my hometown, there was there was police officers at everything at our like homecoming games, even at like not huge ba- football games. There's cops there, and they're like paroling the playgrounds around the fucking deal, being like, "What are you doing back there?" We're like, we're sitting and talking. Get out! <laughs> Get the hell out of there! Like, damn, okay. <laughs> Which, to be fair, it could be different because it's a small town type thing, and the every every cop, I will stand by the statement, if you're a cop and you live in a small town, you were bullied as a child, and you want some sense of power for yourself now, and that's 100% why those cops are like, or the way they are, is because they were probably some fucking loser in, in school, where people were like, Greg shit his pants, look at him, we're gonna call him Beans for the rest of the year. <laughs> he's like, don't call me Beans, guy. And then he graduates, and he's like, I'm gonna go to the police academy. I'm gonna take <laughs> over this town, or something like that. That's pretty much, that. I, I stand by that being the, every 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 officer is Beans. Did they used to call you Beans, Hunter? Yeah. After you shit your pants. Did you have an inkling of a thought that I, I want to be a cop for a minute? No. <laughs> you did? No, did you, Beans? Oh, no. <laughs> in it beans <laughs> <laughs> I uh okay no. beans alright I wish I tried actually I was like you know what I'm not gonna follow I'm not gonna follow the footsteps of my of the other beans I'm gonna become a, <laughs> I'm gonna become I'm gonna become a firehouse beans <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I'll be a firefighter at least uh I mean, maybe actually it's not a good thing, but US cops, you take them seriously. The UK police is such a bunch of fucking pussies. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's the police. Oh, no. The only uh, the only thing I've ever really seen of uh, like UK police is just from that Hot one Reno, ni- <laughs> the, the Reno 911 episode where they get a British police officer coming over for training and he's just like this like horrible menace the entire time. He's like all cute and stuff. He's like, yeah, I have a tray of biscuits. And they're all like, you know, oh, Oh, he said biscuits. You know, we call those cookies here. Is like they're like treating him like a child. And he's like, anyways, yeah. So here we go. Uh, um, I guess I'm gonna be with you today. And the guy's like, yeah, cool. And then like, anytime they pull over people, the guy just like blackmails them and fucking mugs them. All sorts of shit. <laughs> he's just, and he's like, oh yeah, we don't get guns over there. And this, you know, over uh, overseas, he's like, yeah, can I can I hold it? He's like, you want to hold my you want to hold my gun? He's like, yeah, I just want to hold it. And that goes up to like the car and just fucking busts in the window and he's like, give me your fucking wallet. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, not not in my experience, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Reno nine one one is uh, it, it, it it like comes in and out of my memory of like I really forget about it. It's never just like always there and being like ah. Oh. And it's odd because I love that show, but it 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 will yeah. There'll be like just odd times where I'm like, I'm gonna, just, I just need to binge watch this show. It's it's really good. I love reading that one. One. I've uh, is, I've I've not actually even heard of it. <clears throat> it's just it a was, fake. Is it, uh, it good? It was pretty funny. It was like The Office, but cops and also belligerent and horrible. 
It's like a documentary style. So, but is it good? It's pretty funny. I, I, I think it's really. I think it's out, really yeah. funny. Yeah. There's a bunch of good uh, skits and characters. It like feels very well paced too. It's like literally like just taking the format of the show Cops and just making it about these like this, bumbling uh, idiots. Mm. Yeah, but it's just it, I don't know. It's just there's like a lot of funny, just a lot of funny character interactions and stuff, and like reoccurring like criminals and shit. It's just pretty funny. <laughs> I know that's how Nick Swartzen became famous was because of uh, he was oh, carrying the gay, the gay yeah, rollerblader. That's right, that's right. I forgot mm. about that. I I don't think you'd be able to pull off that character nowadays. <laughs> I feel like people would probably be pretty pissed. Yeah, he yeah, is, yeah. I, yeah he, I think you're right. That probably maybe wouldn't fly. <laughs> Poor. It's like so Nick obviously Swartzen, a too. straight man's uh, a perception complete, of <laughs> just just like overdoing what a gay person is like. I mean, like even when they like roll up, he's on rollerblades, super short shorts, and he's just like you know. Pew! <laughs> I'm Terry. <laughs> Man, I think it's I think it's an uncomfortable truth. I have met plenty of gay men like that, like plenty. I I, I, I really part, haven't met that many gay men that are that flamboyant. Have you not, man? Yeah. I had really. a, you come from somewhere where that kind of thing. Where that kind of thing is not looked kindly upon. <laughs> I have lived all over this goddamn country, and in. I have not met one of them. <laughs> well, I've, I've met some of them, but never to a point where they're just like walking in the room. They're just like, boo, whoop, boo, whoop, whoop, or something like that. <laughs> How's it going? Hi, I'm Terry. Like type deal, <laughs> dude. I when I was at university, I switched from like 3D animation to 2D animation in like the second year. Good man, and I went into the like life drawing class, and one of the first things that was said. And this was clearly him, like, fishing, because there was two of two of us new. It was me and this other guy. And, like, the gay guy in the class was like, Man, it's such a shame. The new boys they're in, and neither of them are gay. And that was him, like, casting his fishing line for one mm. of us to be like, Well, you know, don't assume, wink. Mm, don't assume. And, yeah, like, he, Unless, 100% like Reno 9-11. And then Tom, and then Tom was like, All of a sudden, my pants got stiff. My loins, my got they swelled. <laughs> I swallowed, governor. Actually, I am. <laughs> said Tom in front of the whole class. And then they made love. And they all applauded. The and then, and yeah, everyone figure drawed it. They figure drawed me going balls through deep the, in this guy. Through the. Oh, no, he was going balls deep in you, Tom. We took turns. I, no, I, no, no, he, no he, we took turns. Time, he, he was, I, was, I went first, he was, and I was he, polite he, enough he to was, let he him was, go he was deep. He was, he was deep in your guts, and you were just like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've never been laid so bare in front of so many people. <laughs> so many. And then people are casting spells and shit because it's for London. <laughs> because it's Great Britain. <laughs> They're like, we got him, Liviosa, or like so, shit like that. Well, where the fuck they are? <laughs> that, that may or may not have happened. I can't speak to that. <laughs> I, I'm oh, just okay. saying he was very flamboyantly gay. I think he said something. I think I met him too. He said some things to me as well. You did meet him? Yeah, yeah. We were filming. Uh, Tom's, new, Tom's new friend comes up and you just, you know, <laughs> not even gay. And then Don's like, Wait, I am just go through the whole scenario again. <laughs> All over again, yeah. <laughs> oh, this new friend of Tom's not even gay. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll give everything on one. And you just get yeah, dick down right there, and then you both like after you, after you're done, you like both like clap hands like that, and you're like, We did it together! <laughs> we both did the same thing. <laughs> A memory. Yeah, yeah it's great We're vacation. brothers for life. Yeah. There was not a square inch of his house <laughs> that, that, that was not covered that, that, in gay memorabilia, too. Like the soap. You, you, you were washing your hands with like a cock soap. 
mm-hmm. you know, like everything. If you ran a flashlight, through yeah, that we house, went to his house, didn't he? Yeah, he, we went to his house. I they had like a. I had like everything a, we say incriminates <laughs> us more. We went to his house after drinking all that wine, and we got. <laughs> God, I was so hungover. We were watching. It was a sleepover. We were watching Bridget Jones' Diary. It was like a rom com movie. I don't know. It was whatever. But. <laughs> We took a shower afterwards. The soap, it was odd. He was washing my back. He was, he was so like, oh, flamboyant. <laughs> it was there. actually the reason we were there is we were trying to make a live action video. And this is before ShowQuest and all that stuff. Where we were trying to find a way to make content faster. <laughs> this, is, this is during ShowQuest. <laughs> no, no, no. It's before ShowQuest. No, no, I, I know. I'm just saying, like, can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. yeah this, is, this is an episode. <laughs> we're trying to, we're yeah. trying to write a cartoon making gay jokes. So we thought we'd go to the source and see what we could learn. <laughs> <laughs> just a contrived scenario for that's content right. <laughs> right after the zelda one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's but... gonna be gay jokes in this zelda cartoon oh nice hey talking about that zelda thing when do you think that's gonna come out yeah okay hunter mm-hmm. what were you gonna say Don? uh so we were trying to make content faster and cartoons take forever and we hadn't sunk to the lows of vlogging and show quests and all that stuff yet so we were trying to make like a live action thing with um, sort of a cartoon mix, right? And I remember right, we right. made like, oh, it's just so sad. We made a Tinder profile to serve as a casting call because we needed like a really attractive Dear girl. Dear God, did we? You don't remember that? No. And all the pictures were oh like parts God. of the end. <laughs> Oh my god, like, you're we're, right! We we're, we're like, like, we're a huge YouTube channel! We're like, looking for girls! <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know any women! No, 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 you didn't know any women. I was visiting you. You guys are like, what, 22 at this point? When you say it like that... We are massive YouTube channel flash kids looking for extremely hot babe to bounce tits a new video. Yeah, we didn't get any bites, did we, Don? More, more or less, yeah. Well, that was part of it, though. I think we were too big pussies to actually put our channel name in the ad, so they just kind of had to take our word for it. That we were some casting couch, fake taxi, fucking sting operation. But but anyways, we struck out, and then uh, <laughs> Tom, Tom's gay friend knew somebody, so that's why we were. Well, that was a, it was an obvious day. next thing. Like, who knows women? Yeah, yeah, the, the gay, gay guy, gay guy, of course. Yeah, because as Tom said before, you only know like five. Was that this? Co- we have a conversation recently. We only know like five women. Basically, it was all your fault that we had to do a cringy. Hey, I I did reach out to some of my sister friends. I just wasn't. You let the most socially retarded person reach out (laughs) to them, and I was like, "Hey, we we're making a video where you're going to be portrayed as this disgusting fucking whore." And uh, we think you'd be perfect for it. I literally said, like, I think you'd yeah, be perfect for Yeah, wasn't the this premise role. that we, like, went inside of them and... The... Yeah, like, we went inside of them and it so was like... So we went to, we went to this, like, play place. Like, it was like an adult play place. It's kind of one of the most bizarre places I've ever been in my life. It's something in England where they have, like... You, do you remember play places... To, Hunter, when you were a kid, most of them are closed down, but you would go and it's, are, there's like are, ball are, is, pits is, and stuff, and yeah, everyone's like kids, trampolines you and pay shit. to get in. The, yeah, it's like an indoor yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So they have that yeah, for yeah. adults in England, and they and sell like drink drinks and there. stuff. You can like drink and like go down oh, the wow. big yeah, but, 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 yeah. but anyway, <laughs> me and Tom go there with uh, Jenkins from Mashed, and me and, and a Tom camera. are... Wait, 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 Justin, Justin, we need. Should we think about 
putting Jenkins' name in this. <laughs> he agreed to this. He was 100% okay, okay. on board with the concept. So he will be, you He's know, like, eight years ago. This was, he was, he was right, coming down with us. Da- he was down. <laughs> it was five years ago now. So was we it? went to the play place. And yeah, yeah. So we went to the play, and we may or may not have been wearing unicorn onesies. And there's all these, like, you know, cool kids getting drunk playing, and we're just there trying to make our stupid fucking video, and, like, lining up the shots, then having to, like, wait when some people like, come Ryan in and play. it. <laughs> Dude, I don't think I could do that. Oh, man, that'd be so hard. Predictably, be, predictably, uh, this video never saw the light of And the footage day. has been twice deleted. Like, <laughs> extra deleted. Have you, do you have any of the footage from it, though? No, no, no. No, so, we, we uh, realized. So, someone woke up from the fever dream that... <laughs> There was this By God's experience. fucking grace, we realized that this was the worst idea we had ever had, and we deleted it done, all. Done, done, done. This is, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it is, it is terrible. Yeah, we. I mean, to the girls' credit, who we eventually somehow tricked into mm-hmm. into doing. It. I mean, we were looking for a nine, we ended up with a six. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers. Wow, what a, what what a fucking like porn like casting director thing to say. <laughs> We were looking for a dime, but we ended up with a six. Uh, well, that's what happened. It's right. the truth of the matter. Had those kind of eyes that look in two different directions at once. It's funny how you just forget these things, and then when you start to remember, it floods you, back. It floods yeah, it's back. like it's like a magic key to a giant door. Yeah, I remember I was supposed to be like holding a heart. Or is it, we had like a couple. Wait, cool did we pull out a heart too. from her pussy? Like we would like reach all was the it, way was up. That, and like was that what it is? Was Might that what it is? Can't remember. Jesus Christ! She was hey, she was a good sport about it, actually. Yeah, she was great. She was great, but yeah. I mean, it is just acting or whatever. No, uh-huh. you know. I mean, but it yeah, felt she, like so much more. She, she was like the object of intimate. our like weird incel script, you know, <laughs> <laughs> unironically incel script, doing all this stupid bullshit. Yeah, I think I like covered my hand in ketchup because it was supposed to be bloody with like a cartoon heart in it, but we never got to the cartoon part. She called me weird. Didn't make it that far. Huh? She, she called you weird. She said you're weird in a good way, and I was like, I don't oh, believe okay. the last part <laughs> of that. That was a save. It sounds like a neg. She was coming for you. Oh yeah, well you know, I was looking for a nine. <laughs> yeah, if she was the nine, maybe, but she was a six, and I just don't swing that low. I just yeah, I've got standards. <laughs> yeah, I got I got standards. Anyways, guys, if we can get back in the position where I can rip this heart out of your pussy, that'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good, that was a good, uh, good video. Glad we did it. Some might say there's incriminating photos of Don to this day. When, know about. when really? do you do you ever think? I'd actually awesome. be interested you, to see those. If you have those, it'd be very funny. No, nah, I'm just making up. Yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> Sorry, I am, I am curious though. Do you think that the Zelda cartoon will ever be done? I, no. I actually think it will. I think when the next Breath of the Wild comes around that we will probably rally and find a way to finish it for that. We're on a two a month cartoon cycle now because it makes sense to, but Zelda is a complicated six minute cartoon, which Mm -hmm. is like unfeasible. So, well, we'd have to, we'd have to get way better at what we're doing now and we'd have to plan ahead, but I would still like to do it because it's a funny cartoon and should be done, you know? The, the script hasn't right. changed after all this time, and I th- still think it's funny. And you know, we have like a bunch of voice acting already done that was great and banked. So we just have to do it someday. Um, it's just you know an undertaking. Yeah, I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could do it. <clears throat> did your parents support you when you first started animating, like on Newgrounds, or did they just think you were like wasting your time, or it was just like a weird, you know, silly thing? 
uh, I didn't start animating till I was like 20. Oh, so, okay. so you see, right? Never, and it was not witnessed. That by wasn't the question. Oh, I mean, I went to school for animation because it was like always something I wanted to do. My dad thought I should join the army instead. Because he, he was, you he should was join like, the cops, Beans! Because he was just like, you, uh... <laughs> he was like, because my dad was like, you know, if you join the army, blah, blah. He's like, after four years, they'll pay for your school. But I'm like, after four years, I feel like I'm just not going to do this. I'm not going to go to school to do this. So mm-hmm. I ended up going to school for that. And the first year at, at the art school was like very much, it was called Foundations. And it's like, you don't really even, I, all I wanted to do was cartoons, but it was like more experimental shit, kind of like pushing you in different ways creatively, which at the time when you're 18, you know, I was just like, this is all stupid as fuck, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was like, this is so lame. Whatever. No, you'd, you'd still be right. Yeah, it All sounds right, like well. your sand class from university. Yeah, I had the exact same experience, and not one piece of my mind has been changed. Mm. Yeah, well, there you go. But the uh, but it wasn't until like sophomore year that like we start actually animating and stuff. And I don't think I uploaded my first cartoon till sophomore year, which would have been like 2013, 2014 to like new grounds and like uh, I don't even think I uploaded. If I uploaded it to YouTube, it's probably on like a different account or something like that. But yeah, because if. The thing about it is, with animation, is you could try it and be like, I hate this. And now you've sunk a year to just get to that experience of getting to try it initially, you know? Well, if you want to be an animator, like, realistically, I feel like you will kind of go in with a base understanding of knowing that it's, like, a kind of tedious, difficult task. But as soon as you even just do your first ball bounce or whatever, I feel like you're you're hooked of like hmm. it's just so satisfying seeing it come to life and stuff. And I remember after like that first test of like the ball bounce and we did like some fundamentals type stuff of like like a thing swaying until it goes to the end and you know it, it stops naturally and we, it, the first semester was all light box animation. Hmm. So it was just Ugh. pencil and paper type shit. And then uh junior year we did uh like finally went into digital stuff and then senior year we had like make our own film. And, and everything but i guess my parents took a half measure. especially by that time too i'm pretty sure i already realized that like the college degree is like basically fucking, fucking worthless. worthless yeah costs yeah. costs like 40 grand and it's worth nothing really a college education for me i was like you know i have no desire to be a doctor like i don't I, I have no desire to learn anything that like is in a specified field like i don't want to be like an astronaut i don't want to be a doctor or something or like a lawyer. Well, that's what I was getting at. So my yeah. mom, I mean, she, my both my parents were always supportive, but my mom insisted I get a liberal arts degree versus go to art school. Because <laughs> I guess the catch of that is if you wipe out an art, well, at least you have a bachelor's degree in something. And then you're sort of qualified for other stuff. If anything, the only thing I really took away from college was one, I met my wife there. And then two, I, it was a necessary first step it was like a good healthy step forward in like branching out of my comfort zone in terms of like honestly like more black people transgender people stuff like that like things that you don't think will make you uncomfortable until you are around them and you're like oh shit like this is different like it's very different it is like you're in like a small farming community where there's like Guys, one black kid and you're, like, and you're like i'm not that's a black person what, what what's a black person what is that no, not necessarily that. It's just you know what I mean. It's just like uh, we don't. It's just like these cult, no, these cultural differences, <laughs> these cultural differences and stuff of like you grew up in like a farming community where it's just like yep, God and you know your country like that's all that matters. And then you go to art school and there's like transgender people and they're just like fuck God, there is no God. You're 
you know, we're all dead. And it's just you are approached with all these new feelings and stuff. But I think that's like was such a huge pivotal step for me of being like more comfortable to like move to like L.A. or like do all these different things because it felt like, I don't know, you, you get that jitter out early on of being like afraid to do things or afraid to associate with new things or you know, be open to new things and shit. It's a transition into <laughs> independence, but I, you know, it, it was like an important experience for me too, but weighed up against student debt and stuff like that and the skills it itself actually gives you moving forward. Oh, well, you didn't have to do that. Well, yeah, so I, I didn't have to pay for it. I was lucky. I got a scholarship, but I would not, oh, wow. I would not have paid for it. Like if I knew what I knew now, after I went through, like it ultimately did, you know, Oh, I, I mean, get dude, so yeah. depressed looking at the no. fucking forty thousand dollars I own. <laughs> I owe, and I'm like, what did I get out of university again? Oh yeah, I got railed yeah, by no. some gay guy in the first fucking class, <laughs> and and I almost got kicked out for making a cartoon that was like maybe critical a bit. I think there's a big part though of finding a di- uh, finding a fine line of also something that helps you socially and helps you. There's so many things of like when you're out on your own in college for the first time too, such a big part of yourself is how you interact with other people, how you form relationships with people. I was sitting outside the art building on a quiet Saturday in this bench that I liked, just like staring down at the campus. And then this like chick with like this <laughs> dude with a camera came to film a fan music video of Let It Go. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah. now I'm hearing her bellow, let it go over like this, you know, sculptural thing outside the building for the duration. And and to be fair, to Hunter's point, that will train you for LA. Absolutely. <laughs> I think it trains you in the sense of like, it trains you for like being, because maybe at first you're just like these, like... This person's been filming a let it go thing for nine and a half hours and like you have uh, uh, you have already a, you you hate them <laughs> in your head. You're just like, I hate these people. But then if you got to know them or something like that, you, you it just it breaks down those barriers a little bit. I, I honestly think so. Getting I think to that know you them can... did not help. <clears throat> I feel like one at least one podcast needs this story because it's important and this seems like a good moment. But you guys are probably I know Don is Don was a part of it. But if we told it on the podcast about how I almost got kicked out. I don't think, I don't so. think, I don't think, we, think we, we had it in an episode yet. No. Well, no, this is like a good, get into it, a good yeah. cap to university, you yeah. young whippersnappers. To lay the groundwork, we would, uh, every school project, we would try to bend towards flash kits because, you know, especially towards the end of college, it became apparent that college is bullshit and flash kits was going to be was the thing awesome. for us. So. <laughs> college gay, flash kits awesome. <laughs> so we get through gay college by working on awesome flash kits and uh, we... Decided to make the cartoon we were making Tom's final because it fit the criteria for his animation final. Um, and Tom was like, I don't know, man. But the, the, I, the, I don't know if my teacher is going to be cool with this. I don't know if this is a good idea. This might be kind of dangerous. And from my American perspective of, you know, it's freedom of speech. Like, what's going to happen? And my, right, my right. assumption that you guys had more or less the same thing. I just thought I, I couldn't believe your paranoia. I just didn't get it. Yeah, I was very much like, I want to do my time and leave. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to make any road bumps for myself. <laughs> I want to just get out of this fucking hellhole and get to work on real shit. I mean, I, I like even I knew that you know you you'll get some glares if you're a little subversive, but I never ever expected that anything else could come of it. If it, that it would just be anything less than you know. Well, basically, I, I showed like the projects because we you know we put we put it together or like most of it together, and the teacher who was just this like. I don't know, some crazy Spanish bitch. She was like, no, like you need to, what you need to do is you need to, if you've seen that cartoon, it's basically like this like kind of crazy social justice kind of thing. This woman going and like demanding a job, right? 
And the teacher basically mm. said, for this to be okay, you need to put in, like, white guys blocking her pathway to that job. Mm-hmm. And I obviously didn't do that. So the next time we went, we came to show it, none of those changes she demanded had been made. And she said, right, I'm going to have to take this to an ethics review board because this is not okay. Like, this is potentially, uh, oh, I don't know, like, <laughs> unacceptable. An ethics review board. An for, ethics review board. Uh, the, the consequences feminism. of which would be me getting kicked out if it didn't go my way and not getting my degree, and it's not like I'd get a fucking refund for the tens of thousands of pounds or dollars so you or whatever. you still swallow the student debt, but you don't get no degree. And right. at this point, I thought a degree was, like, a necessity to get to America. Mm-hmm. It turns out it wasn't, but, like, those were the stakes to me. Um... And yeah, I mean, long story short, they had a fucking ethics review committee that I was supposed to be like invited to, but wasn't. I didn't get like my ch- my <laughs> chance to take a fucking stand and mm. defend. So stupid. Yeah, long story short, I almost got kicked out of university because of it. And I, I mean, I've got to give like credit to because it's like a yeah, it's like an anti third wave feminist piece or whatever. But like this one teacher who was also kind of like like an ardent feminist because they all are. She was actually on my side, and I I have to assume that she, her like finger on the on the ethics review board was like one of the reasons it didn't go against me because mm-hmm. she was actually cool. But yeah, I mean, like it's so silly because though, though that though that tune is super harsh, I think it's like such a that's such a petty thing for a teacher to be like you aren't agreeing with me and stuff. Cause it's not like, also it's not just like, it's just, a, it's a silly cartoon. Like it is making fun of like social justice things. And it like it's, it's saying points and stuff, but it's like, I wouldn't say that it's trying to sway the viewer to be like, let's firebomb <laughs> like rallies or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's just a, it's a, it's a crude cartoon. It's like a, you know, anti culture type fucking crude cartoon and stuff it's, it's just it's so odd of being like this is not okay you have to have this in there to make it okay and it's like i can put wherever the fuck i want in there and it's well, okay that's the thing like, i can't like that was the that was the whole deal like I wasn't, that's, that's what i couldn't yeah. believe and you even wrote yeah, that's you wrote like a like a 20 page doctorate dissertation at the end i wrote like a i wrote like a it was long it was it was like a little novella that you had to write <laughs> explaining why you know this is cool well that's what sways the other teacher is she read my like Right. essay on why satire is like a necessary function it's of essentially society just an explanation freedom of, of freedom of speech to these people uh, yeah i had yeah. to basically uh, i was like look we need a first amendment guys <laughs> <laughs> i was <laughs> i was the proponent for the first amendment in the uk but uh yeah i don't know it was fucking stupid and that is why i don't go to university because it's a giant propaganda mill so st- so stay out of school, kids. Drop out. <laughs> drop out. Drop out and become YouTubers. That's right. Have a good one. Be like, 